Hi, this is Jundo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. It's a very good day here at Tree Leaf. You can see the ladder and all the other uh, stuff behind me. The workmen are here to fix our roof that was damaged in the great earthquake here in Japan over a year ago. It's going to take them five days to repair all the other damage and also our other buildings out there that suffered bits and pieces such as our Zen Hall and uh, needs a lot of work because you know if you live in a place like this an old building probably the same for your house it takes constant maintenance constant things to fix I mean it's a good day to get our roof fixed as you can hear there's a thunderstorm going on outside every time we've had a rainstorm or a snowstorm for the past year we've had waterfalls inside this house well at the time there was nothing we could do there are people all over Japan who were suffering much worse than we were. We were grateful even to have the water in the house. But in any situation, if you get the chance, you want to maintain it, you want to repair what can be repaired. Even though the Buddha said all things are impermanent, you don't want to rush it. It's the same with a relationship that takes constant nurturing. It's the same with the human body, even though we don't believe in life and death. Take your vitamins, go see a doctor. It takes constant care to make sure that things continue. And you know what? It's the same thing in Buddhism itself, in a Buddhist lineage, in a Sangha. We want to make sure that things continue generation by generation. If it wasn't so, if this way had not continued generation by generation for thousands of years, it would have ended with the Buddha. That would have been it. I mean, the Buddha didn't believe in getting married and having kids, but he certainly had his children who he nurtured. Who? His students, some of whom he nurtured to become the next generation of teachers, the next people to keep the flame alive. And we are the same in our Sangha. I am very pleased to tell you and invite you to this Sunday to our next Shuke Tokudo home-leaving ordination of two beautiful novice priests in training here at Tree Leaf. We have one person from Texas, Shinkai. She's very well known uh, here in our Sangha. We have Dosho, much beloved and respected individual in our Sangha from New York. We're also kind of inviting to join in Taigu student Miozan, who's from Ireland. He was ordained in, in Germany, but it, we're all one big group here. Uh, my students will be Shinkai and, and Dosho, and they will join, of course, uh, Fugen from uh, Sweden and uh, Hans from Germany and Dosho, uh, Dosho uh, what was, I'm getting uh, all confused uh, here myself, Shohei from Canada, who uh, were uh, ordained as novices in training uh, here in our last class, and I hope some of these individuals, maybe not all of them, but I hope some of them will, in a few years, be able to keep the flame alive. You see, the Shuke Tokador ordination does not mean someone's going to be a teacher. Far from it. It means that a seed is planted, a seedling, uh, and after several years of training and nurturing, maybe, there's no guarantee in this, but maybe some of them will have, the, shall we say, the right stuff to be a teacher. And what is the right stuff? We want someone who is ethical, with a beautiful heart, 
dedicated to our ways, sincere, someone who cares about helping sentient beings, someone who is well-versed in our traditions and in our teachings and in our history, who will be able to keep that those teachings and traditions and history alive. Maybe not all the traditions. I mean, in our Sangha, we keep some traditions and we make some new traditions too, certainly. But the heart of the traditions must be kept alive generation from generation. And this is the way we do it. And I don't know if any of these people will ever be teachers, but at some point when they're realized and realizing of this way, Yes, maybe a few years down the road they can be. In the meantime, we just begin the process with what we call a home-leaving ordination. Now, you know, that's a little strange for Zen monks to say these days because for about a hundred and so years uh, in the Japanese lineages, most of these, the, the male priests have been married and uh, had kids and... Uh, in our Sangha, we celebrate this. We leave home right at home, always at home. I had a beautiful discussion this week with some folks from a lay Zen teacher's uh, organization in the U.S., and I said, in our Sangha, we don't make a big deal about whether we're lay priests or priest lay folks. We're, I guess that's play folks, priest lay folks. Uh, you can call us bananas or you can call us the rain, just like it's raining outside. We are fathers. When I'm a father to my children, I'm a worker when I'm doing my job. Uh, when I am uh, nurturing the Sangha, I guess I'm the teacher. Uh, when I'm uh, voting, I'm a citizen. We're many things in life, one of which is to be the folks who keep this Zen way alive. So call me priest, call me dad, call me worker. I don't care. I'm all of those. Nishijima Roshi, my teacher, was the student of uh, Niwa Zenji, who was the abbot of Eheji, very big VIP in Zen. And he ordained Nishijima and our lineage to incorporate being teachers and priests and being at home and having jobs and taking care of what needs to be taken care of in all ways. Just like the division between male and female has been kind of blown off into emptiness. That's a very traditional division. You know, the women had to take a back seat in Buddhism for thousands of years. That's kind of been forgotten in the, in the West. Well, we're saying now is the time to kind of forget this whole big thing about who's a monk and who's not. I think the Buddha uh, would say, times are changing, and so we're going to change with it. And another thing about our Sangha and our ordination ceremony that's very controversial to some people, though I don't think it should be, is that when we have the ceremony and even some of the training that follows too, we're separated while forgetting all thought of distance and time. One fellow is going to be in New York, and uh, Shinkai is going to be in Texas, and I'm going to be in Japan, and we're going to have our other members of the Sangha joining in from all over the world, and we're going to see each other heart to heart and face to face 
well, over a computer screen. Is that so terrible? You know, I believe it's Buddhism 101 that this whole world is virtual, created right up here. That's what the Buddha taught. Oh, you hear the thunder? I hope that's a thunder of thumbs up, not, uh, I guess I haven't been struck by lightning, so I guess that's okay. If you really don't like it, just strike me with lightning. I guess I'm okay. So, uh, the world is largely created here. Light enters the eyes, processed as electronic signals in the brain. Buddhism 101. What's the difference if someone's separated by light beams traveling at the speed of light from across the world over this thing called the internet? We see each other face to face. We know each other heart to heart. Using modern means of communication, there are ways for people to be truly intimate, to see into each other's hearts, to be friends, to be colleagues, to be student and teacher without thought of distance and time. That's why we, in our Sangha, we make a point of making no distinction whether the ceremony is in the same room or in the same room that just happens to encompass the whole world. In our song, it's always. We had one ordination ceremony that took place in Germany with Miozan from Ireland, and now uh, that was with Taigu, and now I'm going to be in Japan with folks from uh, the United States, and we had previous ordination with folks from Sweden and Germany and Canada. It makes no difference. We're all together, heart to heart. If you think that uh, that's controversial, well, let me tell you, the Buddha statue behind me is made of wood, but that stands for the Buddha. There's a picture below it of Master Dogen and Master Kazan, but that sacred image we bow to, representing them. But in the ceremony itself, we invite all the Buddhas and ancestors to come without thought of whether they're alive or dead or thousands of years, millions of years, kalpas distant, and they join into the ceremony. If you can do that, and having a ceremony using a microphone and, and camera is no big trick. So we invite you this Sunday to our Shuke Tokido ordination ceremony, which will be netcast live from Tree Leaf. Uh, members of our Sangha will be invited to join in. They will also be visible uh, in, on, on the screen. And uh, for others, uh, you can either watch. I will put up a link in our forum <coughs> of where the ceremony will be. Uh, I'll put one up here on our, our blog. And also Sunday afterwards, I will, I will put up uh, uh, a recording to memorialize the ceremony too. And if you get a chance, please, please take a look. So I'm very glad uh, to welcome Shinkai and Dosho and Myozan too, a uh, Taigu student. And uh, as we anticipate Sunday, let's all sit together.